Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another broadcast on the Soul of America Radio. Tonight's broadcast is Oh Hell No Devil, and it's hosted by Miss Tony and Miss Evelyn. Tonight's broadcast is brought to you by Blog Talk Radio, hosted and produced by the Soul of America Radio. And now, call your neighbors and friends, and you tell them that Miss Tony and Miss Evelyn are about to bring you the word, raw and uncut. Oh, hell no, devil, deals directly with the demonic element that's operating behind the scenes in your life. And as we go into tonight's broadcast, we encourage you to speak to your circumstances, and you'll always be victorious. And now, here are your hosts, Miss Tony and Miss Evelyn. Revival all over the world. 
pour out yourself on your people, Lord, of the harvest. Send forth laborers, positioning them in strategic places to minister as you pour out your spirit on all flesh. Almighty God, show yourself mighty and strong with signs and wonders, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, breathe on all the people of the world. I pray this in the name above all names, Jesus. Jesus, amen. 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 Thank you, Lord. Father God, we just thank you for this day. And once again, readers, uh, uh, listeners, I hope you have your Bibles, your pen and papers ready because we are going to the Word of God again today. We're going to go back to a familiar uh, scripture that we've been using from day one, Matthew 16, verses 13, no, verses 16 through 19. That's what we're going to start at today. And Jesus said unto them, But whom say ye that I am? And Simon Peter answered and said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed art thou, Simon Barjonas, for flesh and blood has not revealed it unto thee, but my Father which is in heaven. And I say unto thee that thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And I will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatsoever thou shalt loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Amen. Followers of Jesus Christ, we are not pacifists. Although many believers and many in the world seem to think so. But you know what the Word of God calls us, Tony? He calls us warriors, soldiers of Jesus Christ, and such militant titles. More than conquerors. Yes, signifying that there is a battle on and is a war that we must engage in. We are always exhorted in the Word of God to fight the good fight of faith. Yeah. We are to lay hold of eternal life. Second Timothy 4 and 7. So therefore I run, not as uncertainly, so fight I, not as one that beateth the air. And then 1 Corinthians 9 and 26 says, Blessed be the Lord my strength, which teaches my hands to war and my fingers to fight. Psalms so, 144. Yes. So we are further commanded again, body of Christ, to resist the devil, and he will flee from you. But the first thing we have to do is draw near to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from us. The word of God in John 1 through 3 says, In the beginning was the word. Through him all things were made. John 1 one through three. The word, the voice of the Godhead, the Father's will. The Son, the word speaks. And the Holy Spirit acts. Spiritual order. We have to stay under spiritual order. It is always like that. The Holy Spirit is the performer of the Father's will in response to the voice of the Word. 
but body of Christ. Our battle cannot be fought with carnal weapons. Tony, what you said, the Lord said you couldn't couldn't choke them, couldn't choke oh, the hell out of them. I said, that Lord. <laughs> I was saying, now, Lord, I can't choke the hell out of them. I can't knock the hell out of them. I can't beat the hell out of them. So what can I do? Yes. He said, for our weapons, you know, we have to remember that our weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Right. Casting down imaginations and reasonings and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God. And bring it into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Now that's what we have to do, and that's how we have to fight. Ooh. Okay, Lord. Yes. Okay, it's a good fight. Though. Yeah, it's, it's a, a good, good fight. fight. And you know, and when people come, you know, to you and say, "Well, pray for me," or "Do this for me," and God will stop you. Like in this teaching that we were studying, a lady went to one of her spiritual advisors, and she was saying, pray for me, you know, do this for me. And when the spiritual advisor went to do this, the Lord said, this is not your battle, and he refused to let her stand in the gap for her. God was requiring that lady and the body of Christ to fight our battle because if we don't fight the battle, we won't be delivered, you know, because it's what we do, what God has given us, that we are delivered from our battles. It says, the word says, bear ye one another's burdens, and so fulfill the law of Christ. But, again, the Lord will not permit someone else to bear a burden. He intends that we should shoulder ourselves. He has no hot house plants. He exposes all of us, all of his plantings, to the winds and the storms of trials and testings, and seek to put strength in us by teaching us that this of his atoning blood and the power that lies in the word of our testimony. Yes. And we were talking about the word of our testimony, and it's what God says. I, I got papers everywhere that I've got my little nugget scratched next to talking about the word of our testimony. I'm going to give you a nugget for today. Who has dominion over you? It's a thought. Think about it. A wrong confession glorifies the devil, saps the life out of you, and destroys your faith. A confession grown out of faith in your spirit will defeat the devil in every combat. With your mouth, you're either going to give God dominion or Satan. So start talking. Start talking. So right after this commercial, we'll be right back. So while we're on break, I want you to think about that. If you want to call in with some comments later, please feel free to do so. Miss Tony and Miss Evelyn will return in Oh Hell No Devil in just a minute. Don't go anywhere. You'll be blessed. Got something on your mind? Want a prayer request? Got a situation? Something you want to talk to Miss Tony and Miss Evelyn about? Well, give them a call tonight. 323 
784-784-9638. Maybe you just want to talk to somebody. That's why they're here. To help you turn around, face that situation, and speak to it. So, give them a call tonight at 323-784-9638. And if you're holding right now and you want to speak to the host, press 1. You be blessed. Yes, 
because Revelations 12 and 11 says, And they, we, overcame him, the devil, by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. If we are careless about receiving the truth of our authority and lay aside our weapons, and we resort to just begging God to do it all for us, we will find that he will refuse to. We will become victims instead of victors and eat the bitter fruit of defeat. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> yes. No. No. Say, for okay, if we were in a burning building and we knew of a fire escape at hand that would lead us safely out, wouldn't we be absolutely fools to it? To just stand there and cry to God to deliver us when we could just as easily go to that exit and walk down the fire escape to safety. Yes, we would be. Would it be God's fault or a failure of his promises if we perished in the flames? No. If we refused to avail ourselves of a way of escape and suffer the consequences? No. No. And there's this um, about a very precious saint who sat under the teachings for several years about the the keys of the kingdom, of the power of binding and loosing. And she refused to partake of that power that had been granted to her. And she never did exercise those weapons. She even mentioned that she got her prayers answered, so what more did she need? But the day came when her lovely daughter, for whom she had such great plans, ran away with and married a divorced man. Just before this, the Lord and his faithfulness to her, because God is so faithful to us, sent this saint to renew her to the teachings of the authority of the believer. Yet again, she turned away from it. Time passed, and she managed to accept the situation concerning her daughter. But the enemy, who had not been bound, was having a field day. He was not through by any means. Next, her husband who had lived so faithfully for God up to this point, backslid. And in the process of time, the devil still loose to do anything he desired, separated them. A divorce went through, and the man married another woman. Did God fail her? No. No, no doubt she prayed and she prayed, but prayer will not substitute for rising up in the name of Jesus, and binding the power of the devil to play havoc with your life. God has already provided the weapons and the truth and the knowledge to apply them. But when we refuse the armor and the weapons and stand in our burning building calling on God yet again to deliver us because we refuse to take the way to escape, you know, Tony, it must indeed grieve, grieve the heart of God to watch such wasteful destructions of his precious people. And yet he must also wonder at our thought ways that we will not bend and obey him. As children of God, we have a great responsibility before God as to how to handle his word. He said, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. Well, and Evelyn was sharing that testimony with me. The only thing I could think of was, oh, hell no, devil. You are not stealing, killing, and destroying. You will not destroy my family. You will not destroy my marriage. You will not destroy my finances. So, body of Christ, sisters and brothers in Christ, it's time to 
speak the word. The word of God. There is no way to stress strongly enough the power of God's word as both a defensive and an offensive weapon. It is one of the most powerful offensive weapons, if not the most powerful, that God has placed in our hands. More than that, in our mouths. Remember I said before, um, a a wrong confession glorifies the devil and saps the life out of you and destroys your faith. And a confession grown out of faith, God's word in your spirit coming out of your mouth will defeat the devil. So it's time to defeat the devil. Yes, our own words often are the most destructive force Satan uses against us. We have already seen that God's word is the sword of the spirit. It is written, Ephesians six seventeen. Now God himself tells us what a powerful sword the weapon is in the Hebrews, where it is written, for the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. I saw someone with a sword, and it was a two-edged sword, and that sword just literally cut through a the pastor's um, jacket, suit coat, as though it was a piece of sheer fabric. That's powerful. So it says his word is sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of joints and marrow. And it's a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Let's get one thing straight. The heart is just what it is. It is what it is, like me and Evelyn say. It's an organ. It pumps your blood. But it's symbolic of your spirit and the word of God. Your your real life, the real you. That's what it's compared to. Just like your heart is the life of you, your Spirit, man, is the life of you, Evelyn. Yes. Mm-hmm. Did you have anything else to say right now? Okay. Well, we're going to continue on about the speaking the word. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Let's see what well, I want to pick back up on speaking the word. There's so much I have to say about speaking the word because I get up every morning thanking God for another day in his kingdom thanking him for his spirit, his word, his son. I just thank him all day. The word of God says the letter killeth, but the spirit gives light. Second Corinthians three six. Sometimes people use God's word on others with the deadly intent of smiting. That's evil. Mm-hmm. That is evil. Even killing that person spiritually, not of helping them or of showing compassion. That's why this talk show is called Oh Hell No Devil. Devil. We're talking to the devil. We're talking to his evil forces. 
Many, many people have been encouraged along the road to hell with God's word carelessly or ignorantly using ignorantly used, twisted, or taken out of context. We are God's elect. We as God's elect, I'm sorry, must not come from that position. As soldiers in the armor of God, we must come from God's position, a position of the spirit that is diametrically opposed to Satan in all his ways and forms. Jesus said, the words that I speak unto you, body of Christ, they are spirit and they are light. The Bible speaks of those who heard the word of God and it profited them nothing because it was not mixed with faith. When you say mixed with faith, you hear the word, okay, I hear you, Lord. And to mix it with faith is to say, Lord, I believe what you say. And just speak it. Say it back. That's why I say, okay, Lord, let me grab my word right here. You said in your word, because I have made you, Lord, my refuge and the most high my habitation and my dwelling place, there shall no evil befall me, nor any plague or calamity come near my house, because I have set my love upon you, Lord. Therefore, you deliver me. You set me securely on high, because I have known your name. I call upon you, Lord, and you answer me. You, Father, are with me in trouble. You deliver me. You honor me. With long life, you satisfy me and show me your salvation. And a problem try to come up in your mind, you say, I will not fret or have any anxiety about anything, but in every circumstance and in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, continue to make my request known to you, God. God, your peace transcends all my understanding. It garrisons and mount God over my spirit and my mind in Jesus' name. May you keep on going. Say, Lord, I thank you that even though I have a physical body, I will not carry on where war according to this flesh using mere human weapons. The weapons of my warfare are not physical weapons of flesh and blood. They are mighty before you, God, for the overthrow and destruction of strongholds. I refute arguments and theories and reasonings and every proud and lofty thing that sets itself up against the true knowledge of God. And I lead every thought and purpose away captive into the obedience of Christ. Shall I go on, sister? Oh, <laughs> I like to speak the word. Okay, we're going on a break, and I'll be right back. I'll preach my own self happy. Thank you. Amen. You're listening to Oh Hell No Devil on the Soul of America Radio, and your host, Miss Tony and Miss Evelyn, will be back shortly. This 
is the soul of America Radio. Current events in the African American community. Important issues that affect you and your family. And like a best friend, the soul of America Radio will be here for you. The best in talk radio right here on SOAR. Word of 
Jesus was a master at the use of God's word. He spoke the word. He spoke it, Evelyn. When the satyria came to Jesus on behalf of his servant who was paralyzed, he told Jesus, you don't even have to come to my house. Speak the word only, and my servant will be healed. And we tend to just sometimes, I'm not saying everybody. So when I say we, if it's not you, just spit spit the bones out. Eat the meat and spit the bones out. But sometimes we'll, oh, Lord, pray when Jesus told us to speak the word. What do you think about that? Well, Jesus told him to go your way. And as thou hast believed, so be it done. Mm-hmm. And his servant was healed in the same self same hour. Mm-hmm. You know, the one thing about that centurion, he had perceived something about Jesus, which made him a man of great faith. Yes. And we also will be people of great faith, Tony, when we perceive this truth. He saw that Jesus Christ was a man under, under the authority, authority of God. And we are too. Yes. God the Father, God the Son, mm-hmm. God the Holy Spirit, yes. then us, then us, then the angels. Yes. The angels hearken to the voice of the Word of God, so we got to give them something to work with. Yes, because as an army officer, the centurion knew his soldiers would obey his slightest orders. And with the eye of faith, he saw that Jesus had a much greater authority that he had authority over all things, and that his every word must be obeyed. I like that, must must be obeyed. (laughs) Jesus only had to speak the word. It said one day Jesus met a man in a synagogue who had a withered hand. Jesus did not pray for him to be healed. Instead, he told the man, stretch forth thine hand. He spoke the word. And in obedience, the withered hand was completely healed. And that's in Mark 3, 1 through 5. And here another instance where a leper came to Jesus and declared, Jesus, if you will, you can make me clean. Jesus did not pray for him. He said, I will, and be clean. He spoke the word, and the leprosy disappeared. And that was in Matthew 8, 2 and 3. He said to the lame man at the pool, rise, and the man arose. That was in John 5 and 8. He share a testimony with you about. I want to share a testimony about speaking the word. About 15 years ago, I went to the doctor after experiencing some, some uh, symptoms in my body. And from going from one doctor to the next and to the next, I ended up with a diagnosis of you have six months to live. Excuse me, what? And, you know, I had to take all of that in. What? The doctor said, you don't hurry and have this surgery. And I'm a nurse myself, and I was looking at the x-ray, and I saw just what he saw, but I'm sitting there in awe. But before I left home, I heard the Spirit of God say, whose report would you believe? Mm -hmm. And he led me to Isaiah 53. Mm -hmm. Isaiah 50, no, Isaiah 54, where it said, he himself took my infirmities 
and bore my sickness and disease, and by his stripes I was healed. No, it was Isaiah 53. It was Isaiah 53, 4, and 5. Mm-hmm. Then I went to 1 Peter 2, 24, mm-hmm. Matthew 8, 17. So I was like, yours, Lord. I'm standing there looking myself at the x-rays and going, yours, Lord. I believe your report. And he was like, oh, no, we need to admit you to the hospital right away. I said, no. And I turned around and I walked out. And I stood there, and I left out of the Kirkland Clinic, raising my hands to God, thanking him for his word, that by Jesus' stripes I was healed. And that was 15 years later. I probably went back to see the doctor after. I should have been admitted immediately about two weeks later. And he's pushing and pushing and hollering, you no pain, you're not in any pain. I said, no, and stop pushing on my stomach. Mm-hmm. But before that, I had to. I went to God in my prayer closet, and God spoke to me. He said, daughter, your faith has made you whole. Mm-hmm. Go and be free of your plea. Yeah. Your faith, my faith in God, my faith in his word, God and his word is synonymous. You cannot separate the two. I'm still here. Yes, you are. And it wasn't six months later. And he said, well, I'll give you six months. I said, uh, stop right there. I said, no, sir. I said, you can't give me six months. Mm-hmm. I said, because God said he can't use me sick nope. and he can't use me dead. Yes. Amen. 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 <laughs> that was the word of God. And that was her standing on the word of God in faith because God, you said it. I believe it, and that settles it. And that settled it. Fifteen years later, she's still here. Amen. Still here. The good fight of faith. You know, because body of Christ, that's what we're to do, fight the good fight of faith. I read somewhere a testimony about a lady who said she was just tired of fighting. She said, as soon as I whipped one problem, it seemed like there was a hundred more knocking at my door. And you know what the Word of God said. He said, what is an army for if not to fight? He said, you'll either be fighting or retreating from now on until Jesus returns. And body of Christ, that may come as a shock to many of you who don't want to be warriors. Most people want to have a comfortable, easy life. They want to lie back and go on a spiritual vacation. But that's not what we as believers are called to do. We are called to fight the good fight of faith. That's First Timothy 6 and 12. We are an army, and we are at war. Yes, we are. Yes. We are not warring against flesh and blood, but against principalities, powers, rulers of the darkness of this world, spiritual wickedness in high places, Ephesians 6 and 12. God has given us spiritual weapons, people. 2 Corinthians 10 and 4, and his own armor, Ephesians 6, 10 through 18. He has equipped us to be spiritual soldiers. Right now, many of you may be thinking, my, this soldier business sounds rough. I'm not sure if I can do it, but you can. When you face the pressure of battle, when stresses and troubles come, when you are about to faint, look up. Focus your attention on the truth that Jesus is risen from the dead and you are in him. 
And when he arose, you, the body of Christ, arose. Tell us about your testimony about when the tornado came. Oh, yes. What was that? The April 27th tornado. I was home getting ready for work. And every morning I get up and I speak the word. And this particular morning I was just rushing. I was in a hurry. I was like, I'm going to be late. My son was using my car. But as I was getting ready to go out the door, I heard the Spirit of the Lord say, go back. Speak the word. Plead the blood of Jesus. Apply the blood of Jesus. So I went back and I got my 91st Psalm, I spoke it, I pled the blood of Jesus, and I left home, then thinking anything about what was about to come. I was at work, and we were under these tornado warnings, and people were everywhere, and everybody was scared. And my mom called me, she said, the tornado tore up your area. I said, what area? She said, yours. And I was like, no. The next morning, by the, I got home came out the interstate and everything was tore up but you know as I was going on up the hill in my car it was like a bright sunshine because my complex stood there the tornado came down the side of my complex on the lot I'm to the left but it tore up everything to the right because I did what God told me to do speak the word plead the blood of Jesus that morning I heard the sirens go off I said uh uh Della nope no you don't don't even stop. I say in the name of Jesus, yes. you storm clouds. You get back up in there. I am not getting out of my bed. And I rolled back over and went to sleep <laughs> and skipped on over. Yeah. But Mark 4 and 39, it says, Jesus spoke the word to the winds and the waves, peace be still, mm-hmm. and the storm subsided. When Jesus came to Bethany, where his friend Lazarus had died and had been buried for four days, Jesus didn't pray. However, his prayer was expressly for the purpose of letting those around him know that his power was from God. He said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. So it's time for us to say it too. Father, Jesus is the same. The Word of God says Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And the Word of God says if you be Christ's, then you're Abraham's seed and joint heirs with Jesus. We are heirs to those same promises. We are sons of God. So we can say, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. But Jesus went on to say, and I know that thou hearest me always. Can you really say that, Evelyn? Yes. Can you really say that God hear you always? Yes. I can too. Yes. He hear you. Oh, he yes. does hear you always. So, mm-hmm. I mean, everything. Yes. Mm-hmm. But because of the people which stand by, I said it that they may believe that thou hast sent me. When he wrought the deliverance, however, he did not say, Now, God, you bring Lazarus forth. He spoke directly to the corpse and commanded Lazarus, Come forth and be. And he that was dead came forth, bound hand and foot. How many would have took off? 
How? Would you have ran? No. <laughs> well, well. Oh, okay. I had to talk to Barney about that one too, but anyway. <laughs> oh, I'm going to tell you about it later. And he that was dead came forth, bound hand and foot with grave clothes, and his faith was bound. And with the napkin, Jesus said unto them, Loose him and let him go. John 11, 44, we serve an awesome God who has all power. And all that power is backing us up. All we have to do is speak his word. We not only see, as the centurion did, that Jesus had the authority to speak the word. As his chosen disciples, we see that we have delegated, we have been delegated his authority. If he could speak the word and the word was done, and he gave us the same authority, Evelyn, I mean the same authority, we can speak the word and see the work done. Another testimony. I was going to my aunt's house, and I heard the Spirit of God say, uh, park in the back. Oh, I spoke back, I said. So it's time for us to stop. Some, you know, how you hear, you used to hear, I used to hear some people say, some told me to park in the back. And um, I said, no, he has a name. His name is the Holy Spirit. So I'm going to say, the Holy Spirit told me to park in the back. Mm-hmm. So I answered him back, and I said, I'm not going to be but a few minutes. Yeah. (laughs) And I parked in the front. So he said, well, take your purse. And I answered back, and I said, I'm not going to be in but a few minutes. (laughs) But those few minutes, they busted my window and stole my purse. I'm like, you know, I got a little hysterical for a minute. Then I had to say, self. Calm down now. Calm down. <laughs> then I heard the Spirit of God. God said, I am not a thief. I, oh, then I got indignant. Yes. I said, damn it. Yes. Bring me back my pocketbook. And I knew, I promise you, I knew my purse had been thrown out. I just got up about 12 o'clock. I just sat up in my bed, and this happened around 8 o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. And I just sat up, and I say, my purse. So I came, and I looked out, outside around my front. I said, I know my purse has been thrown out. Mm-hmm. And the next morning about 8, this man called me and said, and I speak to Miss Parker. I said, speaking. He said, your, your purse was thrown on a church step, <laughs> and it was like some things were out of it. I said, oh, praise the Lord. Yeah. But I could truly say praise the Lord. Everything was still there. License, nursing license, checkbook, everything was still there. Yeah. It was so full of the Word because I always carry a little Word books, my little Bible and everything. I said, Lord, don't give them a minute worth of peace. So they bring me my purse back, and then I asked the Lord to lead them right back to the church that they threw my purse so they can receive salvation. Evelyn, you got anything else to say? Well, it looks like we are coming up on, I tell you what, we're going to take this commercial break. And when we come back, 
we will uh, pick up because I tell you, I'm having a great time right about now. So after this commercial break, we will be right back. Enjoyed that one. 
But once again, we thank you all for being with us tonight. And uh, prayerfully, you heard something that was needful for you tonight. And as we're wrapping it up, I want to take you to Isaiah 54 and 17 that says, For the weak, no weapon that is formed against you shall prosper, and every tongue that shall rise against you in judgment shall be ex- shall be condemned. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. And every tongue that rises against you today in judgment shall be condemned. Every tongue of sickness, every tongue of disease, every word of poverty and lack and debt shall be condemned today. This is your thought for the week, your word for the week. You have anything you want to close us out with, Tony? No. All right. Well, once again, remember, we are here every Saturday night from 8 p.m. to 9 p.m. And once again, have a blessed week. Goodbye.
us with you. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.